and welcome to the BNB Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda, and I've titled this week's episode, Karma is a Bitch. And I think that goes for a lot of people on this show. I hope all you guys are surviving the quarantine. I know some of my family love the quarantine and some of them hate it. It doesn't bother me that much because I work from home anyway, so I'm used to being home a lot. I actually am out of work though. I know it seems odd, but the project I was on has been suspended by the client until further notice. Since I'm not working, I have a little bit more time on my hands than I usually do. So, I am still working on some bonus content for you guys. So, if you have any suggestions of shows that you would like me to cover or talk about, please get in touch with me on my socials or email me. I would love to know what you guys think and what you guys are watching. I will put all the links in the show notes. Okay, guys, let's move on. I posted a couple questions over the past couple weeks, and here's what you guys had to say. The first question was, do you agree with the way Quinn handled this video situation? I have to tell you guys, this one was so, so close. 49% said they agree with what Quinn did and they absolutely love it. 51% said no, they do not agree and they thought it was very cruel. This was super close. So basically, it's divided right down the middle. Half of the people loved it, half of the people did not love it. I picked out a couple comments to read to you guys, and I apologize in advance if I get your name wrong. Little Kennedy, C-A-N-A-D-Y, says, You would think that Quinn would be mature enough to think about Eric and her marriage, as opposed to stooping to that low level. Eric has told her to stay out of Ridge and Brooke's marriage. I guess we will see Eric's reaction once he finds out what she did. Eric loves Brooke and they have two children together. Let's see how the writers are going to handle this mess. Ursula Glunek, G-L-O-N-E-K, says, Quinn did the same with Ridge, kissing him when she was married to Eric. Brooke even caught them and all was forgiven. Why is this different? I just feel sorry for Katie. Free Steffi Forrester says, Brooke brought Quinn into this. So if you're going to throw stones, you shouldn't be making out with your sister's man. Brooke is and always has been a homewrecker. She never takes responsibility and she thinks if she coos and giggles and sheds a few tears, she'll get away with it. Zumba King 1000 says, yes, Brooke had it coming. Okay, our next question was, should Katie forgive Bill? Now, I'm going to be honest. I don't have a very accurate result on this question because I actually forgot to post it on all my socials. I only posted it on Instagram. 
So if you follow me on my other socials, I do apologize for that. Basically, 60% said no, Katie should not forgive Bill. And 40% said yes, she should. A couple people actually did say that she should forgive him but not actually take him back. The majority of people think no, she should not forgive him. Here is a couple comments that I picked out to read. Ken C. 2013. Hi, Ken. Ken says, I am so ready for them to be over for good this time. They are better at co-parenting. I want a Bill, Steffi, and Katie 2.0. This time, Kelly is really Bill's. That is my Christmas and Super Bowl. <laughs> I have been campaigning for Bill and Steffi for 10 years and counting. He has. That is true. I just want Katie to have a backbone and slap Brooke and Bill. They knew exactly what they did was wrong. Yes, they did. They absolutely did. Speaks all day says no. She shouldn't forgive him or Brooke. How many times do you have to burn yourself before you stop playing with fire? If she stays, I can't feel bad for her anymore. She obviously enjoys it. Have fun, girl. Alexandra Page 4545 says yes, because I don't think it was that him and Brooke wanted to be together. It was a moment of weakness. And I think Brooke was going to tell her and Ridge, but somebody let it go before she could do that. Was it right? No. But worse things have happened. Isn't that the truth? Thank you guys so, so much for your comments and for participating in my questions. I will be posting more. The next question is going to be related to Sally. Because I really want to know what you guys think about that situation. Now, let's get into the news. I only have a couple things. It's nothing too crazy. All of the stars from the B&B are still interacting with the fans on all their social medias. They're very active on there. They're making videos and asking questions. And they want everyone to stay positive and to stay safe. And they're sending a lot of nice messages out. If you want to check that out, you can just search for the the actor's name and everything you need to see should pop up. The next thing I have, the Bold and the Beautiful and several other soaps have decided to air classic or what I call vintage episodes on Fridays. They are doing this to stretch out the new episodes that they have. And I think that that is smart. Because who knows how long we're all going to be quarantined. So I don't know when they're going to start taping again. So at least they're trying to stretch it out. One thing that I think would be so cool is if they played the first week. 
of The Bold and the Beautiful, the first five episodes, I think that would be really cool. So I guess we'll have to just see what happens. And that's all the news I have for this week. So enough with the chit-chat. Let's get to the recap. Okay, guys, I am covering the past two weeks. The first week is March the 23rd through the 27th. The week starts out at Brooke's house with Brooke and Ridge, and they're so happy to be back together. They're so busy kissing and hugging and talking about this party that they want to throw. They're going to throw this big celebration that they don't even notice the video on the frame that Quinn has uploaded. Donna comes by to help out with the party. She's going to help out with the planning. So Ridge leaves and a little while later Donna sees the infamous video of the kiss. She's totally freaked out. She's super upset for Katie. She questions Brooke about basically what we all say is how the how the hell could you do that to Katie? Ultimately, Brooke explains to her what happened. Or in her perspective, what happened. They both knew it was a mistake. It will never happen again. They got caught up in a moment. And after hearing her explanation, Donna believes her and shows her the video on the frame. As you can imagine, Brooke is horrified and they try to figure out how to delete the video. Of course, they do not know how. They also want to know who in the hell would upload the video on the frame. So after they do some investigating, Donna figures out how to delete everything off the frame, and that is what they do. Of course, Donna agrees to stay silent because she believes it was a mistake. Brooke quickly figures out she probably knows exactly who's behind it, so she leaves to go see Quinn. Over at Spencer... Wyatt tells Katie, Bill, and Flo that the truth is out. Sally knows everything. Of course, Katie's worried Sally's going to be mad at her. But Wyatt says, don't worry about it. I've talked to her and she's agreed to stay with me until the end. As always, Flo is completely supportive. And she wants to go talk to Sally herself to show her support. Over at Wyatt's house with Sally and Penny, or Dr. Escobar, Penny thinks it's very cruel to make everyone think Sally's dying when she's perfectly healthy. She wants this to end, and she's getting very nervous about it. We learn that Penny wants to be in the fashion industry. She doesn't want to be a doctor. She did that to please her parents. She really, really wants a job at Forrester. Sally convinces her to stay quiet until she can make Wyatt fall in love with her again. And then she can get Penny a job at Forrester. And it's obvious Penny feels guilty and is freaking out somewhat. Penny leaves and Flo stops by to see Sally. Sally is laying on the floor and Flo immediately thinks the worst and thinks Sally is dead or passed out so she runs in and realizes she's okay 
which you could tell she was very relieved. Flo basically wants to talk things out. She's not there to fight. She really wants Sally to know that they don't pity her. They just want to be there for her. Sally really lays it on thick that Wyatt assured her he wants to be with her at home until the end. Flo tells her that she's okay and fully supports Wyatt being with her and spending all this time with her. Sally says that she sees how amazing Flo is and then Wyatt comes home. He's nervous because he's not sure what he's walking into. He agrees he wants to be with Sally and he steps out to take a call. While he's gone, Sally thanks Flo again for stepping aside and letting her be with Wyatt. Flo makes sure Sally knows that they, meaning her and Wyatt as a couple, will be there for Sally as friends. Then they hug and Sally says, in her own head, not out loud, that it will be just enough time to make Wyatt fall in love with her again. Sally definitely has a plan. Whether it's a good plan, that's debatable, but it's definitely a plan. Over at Eric's, Quinn with Quinn and Shauna, Quinn is so proud of herself and she lies right to Shauna's face. Shauna wants to leave town, but Quinn tries to stop her without actually telling her the truth about what she's done. Quinn tells her she has to stay because Ridge is going to find out the truth and then she can be with him. But she neglects to tell her the truth. Great BFF. Over at Spencer with Bill and Katie, Katie tells Bill that she's worried that this Sally and Flo meeting may not turn out the way Wyatt wants it to. Then Katie gets an invite to Brooke's party and she informs Bill that he's going. He doesn't have a choice. Back at Eric's, Brooke has showed up to confront Quinn. And of course, Quinn taunts Brooke about Bill and her sleeping with all the Forster men. And Brooke is like, no one is going to come between me and Ridge ever again. Hmm. Brooke confronts Quinn about the video. And Quinn admits that she did it. And this becomes a who's the biggest hypocrite fight. They are slinging insults back and forth and back and forth. These two crack me up because they both think the other is worse. They both think uh, they're better than the other one. And in reality, that is not true. <laughs> to me, they're not better than each other. That's for sure. And I do agree that it looks like Brooke started it. But to be fair, I disagree. Because I think Quinn was encouraging Shauna to go after Ridge. And that's what initially made Brooke mad. So, in retaliation, she went to Eric. So, I don't really think it was Brooke who started it. So, Quinn tells Brooke the whole story. And, of course, Brooke does not buy that Shauna is innocent or that she deleted the video. And, to be fair, I wouldn't either. Then, Quinn admits that she's the guilty party and she's the uploader. Brooke calls her a conniving witch. Quinn lets her know 
that she's going to expose her tonight at the party. So, of course, Brooke tries to explain, but Quinn's not buying that the kiss meant nothing. Quinn wants respect, and she wants Brooke to leave town and get out of the family. Of course, Brooke's not going to do that. Brooke thinks that Ridge will understand if she just tells him the truth. And when everyone finds out what Quinn's done, she will be the one leaving. Then Quinn tells Brooke that she's fine with Brooke telling Ridge the truth. But I know for a fact now that's not true. But even at the time when I watched it, I was like, don't believe her. There's no way don't believe her. She's not telling the truth. She's evil. There's no way she's going to give you a chance to tell Ridge the truth. So Brooke is going to celebrate and then she will tell Ridge everything. Brooke leaves and Eric comes home and he asks Quinn to please get over this stupid grudge against Brooke and be happy for them. She assures him that she will and that she's extremely happy for them, which is a lie. She lied right to Eric's face. Eric goes upstairs to get ready, and Quinn calls Shauna to try to convince her not to leave town again. But because she doesn't tell her the truth, Shauna doesn't really want to hear it. She's made up her mind. She's leaving. As I was watching this, it is killing me because I can't wait to see Eric's reaction to all of this. Now we head over to Forrester Creations with Steffi and Ridge. And Ridge is worried about Steffi because of the whole Liam and hope thing but Steffi assures him that she's fine and that she's happy and then he tells her that he is extremely happy to be back with Brooke she was right the whole time and he will never question her again we learn that Steffi is going to be at the party and that Ridge is not happy that Bill is going to be there he also tells Steffi about this wonderful picture frame that he got Brooke now we head over to Flo's apartment with Flo and Shauna. Shauna is packing and daydreaming about Ridge as usual. Flo comes home and is surprised to see Shauna packing. Flo does not want her mom to go back to Vegas, but Shauna says it's the right thing for her to do. I have a lot to say about this. I'm going to wait to the end though, but I do have to say one thing. I'm really sorry, guys, but I am so confused with how I feel about Shauna and how I feel about Flo, for that matter. Am I the only one? So, basically, Shauna tells Flo that something did happen with Brooke and Bill, but she has to promise not to tell anyone. Now we head over to Brooks with Katie and Donna. Katie arrives, and Donna is acting really weird. They discuss how happy they are for Brooke and Ridge, and then Bill arrives, and Donna is clearly uncomfortable, and he has no idea why. And then she asks Bill if Katie is his one and only. Then it goes to commercial, and he actually never answers the question. Ridge and Steffi arrive, and of course, Bill makes a smart-ass comment to Ridge because he can't help himself, and he lets everyone know there wouldn't be a need for a party at all if Ridge was the least bit supportive of his wife. Ridge does not like this comment, to say the least, but Katie pulls Bill 
away and that's the end of it for now. In my opinion, Ridge deserved that, but it was bad timing on Bill's part for sure. Bill cannot help but notice that Donna keeps looking at him and he's confused about why. Then, yay, Bridget comes in and everyone is so happy to see her. She's in town for a conference and I love Bridget. Everyone knows. Everyone's wondering where Brooke is and she finally arrives back home and she's so happy to see Bridget. Brooke tells Donna secretly what happened at Quinn's or the basics of what happened and that she has to tell Ridge the truth. Donna thinks that this all feels very, very bad. I think we can all agree Brooke is in big trouble. So, when she gets a chance, Brooke gives Bill the heads up that Donna knows. Before she can explain further, Quinn and Eric arrive. And... Quinn is being such a bitch. She is. She's being very self-righteous. So Ridge gets out the picture frame because they had put it in the desk drawer. But of course it's not working or it doesn't seem to be working. And Brooke does pull Ridge aside and tells him that they need to talk. It's very important. And they need to be alone because she has something to tell him. Ridge then figures out how to reset the picture frame. And I'm like, oh crap, it's working again. And Katie gets up to make a toast and the video pops up and everyone is in shock. Here's what bothered me. There was a few seconds, maybe a minute or two, where Donna realizes Ridge has the frame working again. When she realizes she looks at Brooke to try to get her attention, but she doesn't do anything. And to me, that seemed odd. You know? Like, what are you doing? It's like standing in front of a train and just watching it hit you. Come on, Donna. As you can imagine, Ridge wants to know what the F that video is, and so does Katie. Katie and Ridge can't do this again. They're in shock. They're freaking out. And they even are like, you know, maybe it's old. Maybe it's an old video. And of course, then Quinn has to point out, oh, but there's a baby monitor there. So Brooke assures them that she can explain. And Quinn is loving every minute of this, which I had mixed emotions about because I think it's pretty cruel to enjoy Katie's misery. Poor Katie is freaking out, and she actually hits Bill. Ridge is furious, and everyone else is in complete shock. This is how she treats him. Brooke begs them to understand. It was a mistake, and they both regret it. Finally, Bill speaks up. He tells Ridge, he tells Ridge the truth. He says some stuff we've all been thinking about Ridge lately. That none of this would even be happening if it wasn't for Ridge. If he would just take one tiny second to actually listen to his wife and support her. Granted, it was sweet, but at the same time, very dumb. Like, you're, you've just been caught. Don't take up for the chick you were kissing, okay? Bill tells Ridge, you, you have to take it out on me, not Brooke. 
And Ridge definitely does this. He walks up to Bill and punches him right in the face. (coughs) And you have to admit, Bill deserves it. Ridge can't get over the kiss, and he's tired of this dance they play of almost being happy, and then Bill comes between them. Brooke begs him to please see that they're sorry, and they didn't mean it. She's very sorry, and she pleads with Ridge to forgive her. And that is how the week ends. Ridge and Katie are furious. So that brings us in to last week, Monday the 30th. The show opens at Brooke's house at the party. Donna is there. Steffi is there. Ridge, Brooke, Eric, Quinn, Katie, and Bill. Katie says they both make her sick, but Brooke continues to beg for their forgiveness. Ridge doesn't know what to say. He's kind of just shocked. Then Katie goes off on Brooke. How could she do this? They always hurt her. And Bill tries to step in and then Katie goes off on him too. Everyone else in the room is in tears. They feel horrible for everyone except Quinn, of course. She is loving every minute of this and that says a lot about her character. Then after Ridge yells some more, Quinn finally admits that she's the one who uploaded the video. And she's not a little bit sorry. Eric tells Quinn that's enough. But she continues to go on and on and on about how horrible Brooke is. And how she's a cheater. And how Ridge should move on with a woman who deserves him. I wonder who that is. So Brooke begs Ridge. To not listen to Quinn because she's truly sorry. And Bill also begs Katie to forgive him because he's also sorry. He didn't mean it. Brooke just wants a chance to make it right. And Rich tells Brooke he loves her, but she is his blessing and curse. He doesn't want her to contact him. He wants to be left alone. And then he leaves and Brooke is yelling after him. For him to stay, but he's gone. Now we head over to Flo's with Flo and Shauna. And Shauna tells Flo the truth about the video and that she saw the kiss. Flo is shocked, as is everyone. The funny thing is, Shauna keeps saying how horrible Brooke is. But she was kissing Ridge too. These people, man. Glass houses. Flo feels sorry for the situation her mom is in, of course. And I take it, we are all supposed to feel sorry for Shauna, too. Do you guys? Because I don't. So, we keep hearing how much Shauna loves Ridge over and over and over. I am having a hard time buying it. And, as a matter of fact, these two, Flo and Shauna, are very judgy all of a sudden. Now we head over to Eric's with Quinn and Ridge, and Quinn tells Ridge it's not Shauna's fault. Because Ridge is like, why would she even do that? Why would she even record that? Then, Quinn pushes Ridge to be with Shauna and forget Brooke. Because Shauna is leaving town and he has to stop her. And that's how Monday ends. So that brings us into Tuesday the 31st. 
The show opens at Eric's with Quinn and Ridge. Quinn tries to tell Ridge that he needs to stop Shauna from leaving. Of course, Ridge is trying to work through his feelings, but Quinn just keeps pushing him and pushing him. Ridge feels that he has no right to really get in Shauna's business, to be honest. And then Brooke calls. And Ridge does not answer. And Quinn goes on and on and on about how horrible Brooke is. And she is going off about Brooke. I didn't love this scene. I don't know. It felt like a little much. Because really, Quinn is not in a situation or a position to be judging anyone. So Ridge is devastated and he's vulnerable And Quinn is just pushing him and pushing him. And at first, he doesn't seem to really even care that Sean is leaving. Which I found interesting. But man, Quinn was relentless. And just a side note, I do not feel sorry for Ridge. Like, sorry, not sorry. I do not feel sorry for him at all. At all. I don't agree with what Brooke and Bill did, and I do feel empathy that he got hurt, but I don't feel sorry for him. None of this would even be happening if it wasn't for Ridge. Now we head over to Brooke's house with Bill, Brooke, and Katie. Katie is devastated by Brooke and Bill's actions. She thinks it's time to accept that Brooke and Bill cannot be faithful to her. She does believe they're sorry and that they didn't mean to hurt her, but they still always do. She wants time by herself. All she wants to do is see her son and she leaves. Of course, Bill follows her to try and convince her to forgive him. Brooke is so upset. She keeps texting Ridge, but no answer. Then she picks up the frame and throws it across the room. And Quinn walks in. Basically, Quinn came to gloat. And this is where it started to get a lot for me. Like, you've humiliated her. You've got your revenge. You've destroyed her. There's no need to come back to her house again to gloat. Like, do it tomorrow or the next day. Like, this, wow, Quinn is mean. So, Brooke is convinced That Ridge will forgive her. But Quinn reminds her that she's a lying, cheating slut from the valley that Ridge is going to kick to the curb. She also tells her that she did this to get back at her because she is tired of her interfering with her and Eric's marriage. She then admits she wants Shauna with Ridge. And Brooke does not believe her plan will work. And so they're just fighting back and forth. This is crazy. These two are funny. Don't get me wrong. It's not that I didn't enjoy the scenes because I did. Rena and Catherine Kelly, they killed this scene. Was so good. Loved it. But Quinn is such a hypocrite. Okay? Ooh. Just wait. We're going to go over this in the end. Just wait to the end. Now we head over to Flo's apartment. Flo continues to try to convince Shauna to stay in L.A. I am so over 
hearing these two talk about Shauna's crush on Ridge. We get it already. Jeez. Again, that's what they're talking about. Flo begs Shauna to stay, but she's made up her mind she's leaving. And of course, right when she opens the door to leave, guess who's standing there? Ridge. Big shocker. Flo leaves so they can talk, and Ridge tells Shauna he saw her video. Shauna thinks Ridge is mad, but he's actually not mad. Now, all of a sudden, Ridge is in love with her, and he says if she leaves and goes to Vegas, he's going to. I'm sorry, guys. I literally have a whiplash from Ridge's sudden emotional changes. Pick a lane, dude. And that is how Tuesday ends. So that brings us into Wednesday, April the 1st. April Fools. The show opens at Brooke's house with Brooke and Quinn. Quinn continues to berate Brooke. And Brooke is over it at this point. She wants Quinn to leave. And it's like the third time she's asked. But Quinn refuses to go. Quinn claims that she uploaded the video for Katie and Ridge. Which is complete BS. And I'm not buying that. She says she feels so sorry for them. That's not true. If she did, she wouldn't have humiliated them in front of everyone. I'm sorry. Quinn goes on and on about how wonderful Ridge is and how he's such an upstanding person. Really? Seriously? Brooke tries to call Ridge and again, no answer. Which Quinn is absolutely loving. Brooke tells Quinn that her and Ridge are never over. Nothing is going on with Bill. She doesn't want to be with him. And, of course, Quinn makes the comment that Brooke and Bill will be back together soon. And I really hope that's not true. Brooke puts Quinn on notice that she will not let her and Shauna get away with this. And you know what? I know that Quinn's evil. But Brooke is pretty tough. So, this is a very good rivalry here. Because um, many people have tried to take Brooke down over the years, and as you can see, they've all failed, and she's still standing. Now we head over to Bill's house with Bill and Katie. Bill tries to convince Katie to forgive him, but Katie is not hearing any of it. Katie doesn't feel like she's Bill's one and only, but she wants to believe him. She really wants to. She doesn't understand how Bill, comforting Brooke, turned into kissing her. And Bill assures Katie he wants a life with her, not Brooke. He begs her to listen. And he says she's not leaving, he's leaving. And he promises that he will fix this mess. He will fight for her and their family. He even starts crying. He says that he cannot lose her, or will, and he will do whatever it takes to prove it. He begs her not to give up on him. I feel so sorry for poor Katie. She clearly wants to forgive him, but she just is scared to do it because of everything that's happened in the past. Now we head over to Flo's apartment with Ridge and Shauna. Ridge wants to go with Shauna to Vegas because he's at a crossroads. And Shauna is not buying it because he loves Brooke. Hello? 
He's basically tired of being hurt by Brooke. You know, Ridge is such a hypocrite. Half of the time, not all the time, but half of the time, probably maybe more than half, Brooke is reacting to something Ridge did to her. And she makes these bad decisions. I totally am not going to argue that. But Ridge does a lot of things that affect her decision making, if that makes any sense. I cannot sit here and say that Ridge has no blame in all of this. Because, again, if he would have listened to his wife and trusted her, none of this would have been, would be happening right now. If he just would have listened about Thomas, none of this would be happening. So, basically... Ridge says that he can't get over what he saw between Brooke and Bill. And Bill's hands all over Brooke. And he says that Brooke never learns. Wow. Wow. Ridge is such a hypocrite. He can't forgive her because he hates Spencer. Well, how about the fact that Brooke hates Flo and Shauna? But it was okay for him to make out with her, right? Or the fact that Brooke hates Quinn. And it was okay for him to make out with her multiple times behind her back. So, that's cool though, right? Right? So, Ridge begs Shauna to stay because he needs her. And Shauna tells him, no, he needs to go back to his wife and forgive her. It was just one kiss. She will not be used For him to get over his wife. Not to mention they were doing the same thing. Kissing each other. And Ridge is like oh that's different. No it's not. In other words. Shauna does not want to be a rebound. And Ridge tells her he would never hurt her or use her. Lies. All lies. He uses a lot of women over the years. He always does. Always will. He wants her to be with him. And he wants to get to know her. And if she leaves, he's leaving too. And then they kiss. I'm going to make a list of all of Ridge's mistresses. Maybe I'll do that while we're quarantined. And that's how Wednesday ends. So that brings us in to Thursday the 2nd. The show opens at Wyatt's, but we're going to start at Flo's apartment with Zoe and Flo. Zoe stops by to see Flo and she doesn't look so good. She looks like a woman who was left at the altar. Zoe came by to check on Flo because she heard Sally and Wyatt move back in together. This I found strange a little. I didn't realize Flo and Zoe were even friends. I thought they actually didn't really like each other that much. But, you know, what do I know? So, basically... Zoe just wants to make sure Flo's okay. And Flo assures her that she's fine. She talked to Sally and she understands that her and Wyatt are still together. But Zoe doesn't think this is a good idea. Especially because there's feelings between Wyatt and Sally. But Flo trusts Wyatt completely. Now we head over to Wyatt's house. With Sally and Wyatt. And Wyatt is talking to Flo on the phone. And he's worried that he's not going to be able to help Sally. And then 
he starts making plans to hang out with her later, and he's all happy about it. And unbeknownst to him, Sally is listening to his conversation. Sally's in the bedroom, and she's putting on makeup to make herself look really pale and sick. She's also using a walker. She is really selling this disease that we don't know what it is yet. She pretends to see a snake, which is just a cord. And then she tells Wyatt that she's so happy to be spending the rest of her life with him. She tells him how grateful she is to have Flo's support. And that, and that Wyatt means the world to her, basically. And then Wyatt hugs her. And she doesn't say it out loud, but she says it to herself, like her inner monologue, right? She says that all she really wants is for Wyatt to tell Flo it's over. Then, a little while later, Penny arrives, and she wants Sally to come clean. Basically, they have the same conversation that they had last week. Sally feels her plan is working and she needs more time and Penny really wants her to tell the truth because it's stressing her out to try to keep the secret. And then we learn that Sally's original symptoms were actually real, but they were due to stress. Sally tells Penny that Flo is a manipulative baby thief. They recap their plan and how Sally used Katie because she knew Katie would tell Wyatt and she explains to Penny that the baby thief right she came to town and basically she schemed to get Wyatt with her I gave a baby up for adoption scheme or lie right and it worked so Sally I guess feels like she's just Doing the same thing Flo did. And now I understand more about what Sally's thinking. So she tells Penny they need more time. Because she won't let Wyatt end up with that arrogant, scheming bitch. Sally is, con- is, is convinced, or she has convinced herself, that she's saving Wyatt from a scheming Flo who made her life miserable. Back over at Flo's apartment, Wyatt arrives and tells Flo Sally overheard their conversation earlier. After a little bit of chit-chat, Zoe leaves and Wyatt and Flo end up on the couch laying together, hanging out, canoodling. And Wyatt feels guilty about hanging out with Flo. And Flo tells him he shouldn't feel guilty. And then there's a knock at the door and it's a bouquet of flowers that Sally sent to Flo to thank her for her support. Flo is touched by the gesture and she decides she needs to go talk to Dr. Escobar and see if she can convince Sally to seek new treatments and not give up. Meanwhile, back over at Wyatt's, Sally tells Penny that Flo is only being supportive to make everyone admire and love her, not because it's genuine. 
She then tells her about the flowers she sent to Flo. And she explains that she is trying to set Flo up to be blindsided like she was. And of course, Penny tells Sally that keeping this secret is killing her. And Sally warns her that she better keep quiet and stick to the plan. And that is how Thursday ends. So that brings us to the end of the week because Friday's episode was a classic or vintage episode. So I did not cover it. Maybe I'll do some bonus episodes with classic or vintage episodes. I will let you guys know. I'll keep you updated. Now it is time for my favorite segment where we analyze all of this. So let's get to it. First, I want to talk about Donna. Why didn't Donna walk over to the table and knock the picture frame onto the floor? I would have done something to cover for my sister. I would have walked over, hit the table with my leg, made the frame fall. I would have walked past, acted like my elbow hit it. Or I would have ran in the kitchen, grabbed something, came back out, and acted like, oops, I accidentally hit it. I would have done something. Went over and spilt my champagne on it. Girl! Like, I would have done something to cover for my sister. I did not understand why she didn't do anything about it. She just sat there and watched. Like, maybe she was just shocked. Maybe I should give her some slack. Maybe she was just in shock and freaking out and didn't know what to do. Now, let's talk about Brooke for a second. I'm aware that a lot of people are happy and they think she got what she deserves and that she's a hypocrite and I don't argue any of those points. But I do want to say that Quinn keeps blaming Brooke that she started this. She started this. But I started thinking, and I looked back into my notes. Truthfully, Quinn actually started it, if you want to get technical, because what happened was Quinn was encouraging Shauna to go after Ridge. She was not being a supportive mother-in-law, to say the least. And I can tell you... If my mother-in-law was pushing my husband to get with another woman, I would be furious. So they kind of like riled Brooke up to begin with. I hate this whole thing between Brooke and Bill. I hate the storyline. It came out of nowhere and it makes no sense to me. I just don't understand what they're thinking and why they would do that. They will grow Brooke's character, right? And she will make all these, pro- all, she will make all this progress. But then they always seem to knock her back down. I don't know. I just, there's a part of me that does feel a little bit sorry for her because she has endured a lot. Over the years from Ridge. Granted. She's done a lot of bad things to him also. But he's done a lot of horrible things to her over the years. And the fact that she forgave him. For all of the things he's done recently. To me says a lot. Like. 
maybe Brooke is more invested into the relationship than Ridge is. Like Bill always says. Because Brooke seems to always find a way to forgive him. And he cannot do the same for her. And it's infuriating to me. Having said that, I absolutely love the rivalry between Brooke and Quinn. These are two powerhouse characters. And I have no idea who's going to come out on top. Because believe me, this war has just begun. Now, let's talk about Bill just for a second. I truly think Bill does love Katie. I think he loves Katie. I think he wants to be with Katie. I just think he's very weak. I think he pretends to be this strong dude, but in reality, he has feelings for Brooke that have always been there. And I think he's a weak man. I feel like this never should have happened. Just when you start to love Bill again, he does something horrible. And it always makes me question myself. Like, wow, I was going to forgive him. I forgave him. And and now look, right? Overall, I don't hate Katie and Bill together. I do hate that Katie keeps getting hurt over and over again. But I, I'm not against them getting back together. And I'm... I don't know that I'm cheering for it either. I'm kind of on the fence when it comes to these two. So speaking of Katie, you have to also remember that Katie has really done some things to Bill too. And the whole getting together with Brooke in the first place never would have happened if Katie wouldn't have ran off. If you're new to the show, Katie was pregnant and she was having a lot of depression and post, I guess, pre and postpartum. I'm sorry, guys, if the sound is a little wonky. I'm having some issues with my mic, but I don't think it's my mic itself. I think it might be my mic stand. So I'm going to check into that and... Try to get that fixed before our next episode. Okay, back on track. I just don't like Katie getting hurt over and over and over. Katie did hook up with Ridge. She also hooked up with Wyatt and had an affair with Wyatt behind Bill's back. They weren't together. Granted, they weren't together, but that's still his son. So when Bill did it with Steffi... Right? Basically, they were crucified. Katie had an affair with Wyatt, even though Bill and her were not together at the time. No one really made it that big of a deal about that, except for Bill. I just find it so funny because everyone on this show is such a hypocrite. So let's go ahead and talk about Ridge and get it out of the way because I do want to talk about Sally and Flo and Wyatt's situation. So let's go ahead and talk about Ridge really quick. I just want to give you a list 
of things that Ridge has done to Brooke. And this is just things that I can think of off the top of my head. There's plenty more. These are just the most recent. So um, Ridge abandoned Brooke in Europe on their honeymoon over an innocent text that she got from Deacon. The text wasn't even anything. It was a text about hope, I think. I'm pretty sure. And he flipped out and abandoned her there at the hotel, just left her. She had to come home alone. He had an affair behind her back with Donna. Yes, Donna, her sister. He kissed Bridget, her daughter. He's cheated multiple times with different women. Um, also picked other women over her for meanness, I guess. Ashley Abbott was one of those women. He was engaged to Katie, her sister. He broke Brooke's heart over and over because he couldn't decide between Taylor and Brooke. He made out with Quinn behind Brooke and Eric's back multiple times. They even went on a trip together. He was not going to say anything. He got caught that time. He also made out with Shauna multiple times behind Brooke's back. Come on, people. I feel zero sympathy for Ridge. There's plenty more. While we're all in quarantine, if anyone's bored and wants to write some more, a list of Ridge's past, what's the word we should use? Mess ups. His past mess ups. How about that? He's definitely not a saint and I don't feel sorry for him at all. Karma is a cruel bitch. Okay. Okay. Let's talk about Shauna just for a second. I'm confused. Which one is the real Shauna? The one that encouraged Flo to lie for months about a stolen baby? Or who had no problem involving herself in Ridge and Brooke's marriage over and over? Kissing him even though she knew that he was in love with his wife? Or is it the one who all of a sudden, for moral reasons, won't use the video because it's not right? And wants to leave town because it's the right thing to do? It will hurt Ridge if she doesn't. And now she's so upstanding that she's going to be the bigger person and just remove herself from the whole situation. Like, what the F? I am confused. I don't know which one is the real Shauna. And I don't like that she keeps insinuating that she's better than Brooke somehow. Like, everyone makes mistakes. Don't say you're better than someone whenever you also do things that are kind of unforgivable. Okay? Glass houses. Now, let's talk about Wyatt, Flo, and Sally. Are you guys as shocked as I am? Because I can tell you I'm pretty shocked. I was blindsided by this storyline that Sally's not really sick. But after last week, 
when she explained why she was doing what she was doing, it made more sense to me. Because they want us to be mad at Sally and to start disliking Sally, but I just can't bring myself to. Because now I see what she's thinking. Okay? In her mind, Flo came to town with this big lie, this big sob story, and schemed to get Wyatt back or to steal Wyatt from her. This, oh, I gave my baby up for adoption and I'm so sad. And she did all of this and it worked. And Sally was heartbroken, right? Because Wyatt is ridiculous. But anyway, Wyatt left her, okay? So then he finds out about the whole baby thing. It's kind of unforgivable and he freaks out and he goes back to Sally and he wants to be with her and he makes a big deal of it and he proposes and it's okay, right? So I get it. You think you have him back. Then she comes back to town again. She does basically the same thing in Sally's mind now, right? She she's basically does the same thing. She flaunts that that they, you know, are high school sweethearts and should be together. And she steals him again. And again, Sally is heartbroken. So in her mind, it's not really that big of a deal to scheme or have this plan, right, to get Wyatt back. Because that's exactly what floated to her. After watching last week, it really opened my eyes a lot. Because I was like, okay, alright, now I see. I get it. Because it kind of was like, what is going on? Like, this does not even make sense to me. But now I kind of get it. In... Sally's world, karma is a bitch, right? And that's what she's thinking. Flo blindsided me. I'm going to blindside her. Here's the thing. They want us to feel bad for Flo, but I have the same problem that I have with Shauna is that I don't know who the real Flo is. Is the real Flo the one that came to town and lied and schemed and had every opportunity to tell the truth and didn't. Even in the end, she didn't. She never came clean, and I really think she never intended to. If it wasn't for Douglas, we would still probably be sitting here thinking that that's her baby, that Beth is her baby. Or is she the one that gave her kidney to Katie to save her life and is now really supporting Wyatt and Sally, and being this saint of a person. I'm confused a little bit, and it's hard for me to feel sorry for Flo after I heard Sally's explanation, because then I'm like, wow, you know, like you can't even argue it is true. Flo did do these things. So it's hard for me to feel sorry for her. And Wyatt, I don't feel sorry for Wyatt 
I did. And then this week happened or last week happened. And then I remembered, you know what? Wyatt is the problem. If he would just quit being Liam, right? And make up his mind and stick to it. If he would have done that in the first place, none of this would have happened. Okay? You are mad at Flo and it's unforgivable what she did with the baby. Okay? So then don't go run straight to Sally. Like, at least wait a minute and get your feelings in order to see how you feel. So Wyatt kind of brought this on himself, too. I don't know. I'm really conflicted about it. Because is it right what she's doing? Of course not. Of course it's not okay to pretend you're dying. But... Do I feel sorry for Wyatt and Flo? Not really. Because this, I don't know, honestly. I'm on the fence about it. I would love to know what you guys think. Because as you can see, I'm very conflicted on this situation. So please send me your comments, your feedback. What do you guys think? Because I really want to know. And don't forget to send in your B&B addict stories because I also love to hear those. So that brings us to the end of the episode. Thank you guys so, so much for listening. I will put the new questions out on all my socials, so be looking for those. Hang in there, guys. Quarantine can't last forever. Thank you again for listening. Until next time, bye guys. Mm-hmm. Really?